Interior. Night. Recording studio. Two redheads begin pre-show warm-ups. Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. Jack, write that you gargle your water or something. Jack gargles some water. And then put that we say, welcome to Script Shop. Who? Me or you? Mm-hmm. You say it. Welcome to Script Shop. N- no, but like, really, say it. Like, right now. Like, right now. Let's go for it. Welcome to Scrimshaw. No, Jack. Top. <laughs> Omaha. No, Jack. Welcome to Script Shop. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's called Script Shop. Uh, my name is Jack, and I enjoy staying up late on Sunday nights, Ooh, which is what uh, we're doing right now. That is what we're doing right now. My name is Allison. Uh, if I was going to have a night that I did not stay up late, mm-hmm. it would be Sunday. Really? Yes. Why is that? Well, because I feel like Sunday is kind of a good rehab day to lead you into Monday, which is usually like go time. Yes. You have to-do lists and tasks and whatnot. And honestly, usually... I task myself to stay up late to get more tasks done. See what I did with there? Those I, words. I do. I did. That's clever wordplay. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And uh, Sunday is the night I think I would want to give myself a break to rest and relax. But I don't always do that, which is why we're here doing this awesome show, which I love doing anyway. So, how much is Baby Olive uh, affecting the sleep schedule at th- this point? I think it's a lot, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's. A I'm lot. glad you asked. Yeah, it's funny though because I don't know if it's Baby Olive or if it's Baby Independent Film Festival that's really messing up my sleep schedule more. Okay, well, you do have two competing children yes, at this point. I think it's a little bit of both because with Olive, of course, I'm used to waking up, waking up, waking up every few hours. Mm-hmm. And with the Independent Film Festival, when we hit these deadlines where I have to do a lot of work, I can't go to sleep until it's done. So I end up working, sleeping maybe for a couple of hours, waking up, not being able to go back to sleep, waking up for the baby. I, you know, it's wow. just like it's all over the place. Yeah. How are you sleeping at all? I, I really just have to, when I'm actually tired, go to bed. Yeah. And if I'm not actually tired, then I'm usually just kind of up, mm-hmm. which is why like some nights I'm up till 5 a.m. Sometimes I'm up till 3 a.m. Wow. If I'm working at Mad Tree, sometimes I'm not home till two. And then that hits me right at the right time to be able to nurse her again. Yeah. Working at the brewery. Yes. And so then maybe I can go back to sleep after that and yada, yada, da, 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 wow. da, da. It's all over the map right now. You never know what version of Allison you're getting. Well, for what it's worth, I think you've been nothing but consistent from everything that I've seen to the point where it's kind of freaking me out, to be honest with you. Because I haven't seen you like... Str- like you're doing a lot of things right now between raising a child and planning this film festival that's coming up August 23rd, 24th, and 25th at the Woodward Theater in Over the Rhine, yes. which is very soon, right around yes. the corner. We're very excited about it. And working at the brewery yep. and then us doing this show yep. and then whatever the heck else I'm forgetting about. I don't know. Like you're busy and I don't ever see you like freaking out or stressed out mm. or upset or like and, and that's not like pressure to maintain any no, kind no. of a facade but i'm blown away by how well i think you seem to be balancing everything to the point where again it's making me nervous <laughs> well that's very flattering it's true and i appreciate it it's true i definitely have my moments i also go see a therapist weekly mm-hmm. and it's just really great to have somebody to talk to about pressure and feelings and anxieties and somebody who's there that if I do need professional help, he does that. So, you know, I'm sure that that helps. And this is just me advocating for therapy if somebody needs it. That all being said, that's very heavy for this week's guest, yeah, who kids, is a right? delight, oh, this- a delight. We 
Listeners, we were so lucky to have Jonah Calhoun with us on the show. So basically, the way that this works is a lot of times we go on a film freeway and we just start reading scripts. Yes, because we've had we've been very lucky and a ton of people have sent us their work on yes, film freeway. Yes, tons and tons and, and tons. And we're trying to sift through it. If you're somebody who's listening right now who has sent us stuff via film freeway, I promise you we're trying to get to it. There's yeah. a lot, though. We are so pleased to be getting all these great stories. And so I ended up getting this script and I opened it up. It's mm-hmm. called Bat Out of Hell. Mm-hmm. And I started reading it, and I was like, okay, I can see there might be a little bit of technical work that needs to be done here. But there were jokes in it, and the jokes were so super specific that I could see something was happening with this. And so I emailed this writer, who I thought was this writer, and I said, hi, congratulations, we'd love to have you on the show. Mm-hmm. And went into all the details about how this works. And very quickly, I got this email back, and I said, hey, Allison, I didn't actually write this. My 12-year-old son, Jonah, did. Do you still want to interview him? And I went, oh, yes. It's a script shop first, folks. Our writer this week is 12-year-old Jonah Calhoun. And what is so exciting about Jonah Calhoun and young writers is that he's processing words the way any writer would do, but he's much fresher with his take on language and his his excitement for building scripts. And Mm -hmm. so it's such a joy to have on. I think it's great. I think we got super lucky. Yeah, so. I think it's cool that this worked out the way it did. Mm-hmm. I'm excited, very excited. Mm-hmm. Um, we Do want to do we want to just get to Jonah now? Let's do it. So, Jonah, thank you so much for submitting this yes. script. You're a screenwriter. No do you write a lot of scripts? I have only write, written two. So it's this one, Bad Out of Hell, and what's the other one? Burger Mart Madness. Burger Mart Madness. What's that about? Bargain Mart Madness. Bargain Mart Madness. Bargain Mart Madness. Okay, got it. What is yeah. that one about? It's essentially, it's a mom trying to fight Michael Bay on Black Friday to get a computer for her son. <laughs> that sounds incredible. That's great. Where did that come from? Where'd you think of that idea? So, you know how, like, Black Friday in, um, like, in America is crazy with people getting trampled? And there's just so much crazy stuff happening. I mean, that's literally like a, that's not like a short on its own. Mm. That's true. So, yeah, you just expanded it out and had mom fighting Michael Bay. Yes. Do you watch a lot of Michael Bay movies? Uh, I've watched his Transformers movies and the Turtles movies. I don't actually have anything against Michael Bay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so what about the script we're talking about today, Bat Out of Hell? What inspired that one? Oh, yeah, one? The, um, the thing. Oh, yeah. the, the So, you know the common phrase when people are, like, speeding on the highway or whatever? Like, God, that person's like a bat out of hell. <laughs> I literally turned that saying literally. It's very funny, too. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, just like for... Do, it, do that kind of thing. Where you, take, you make things and you make them literal? Yeah. Like, I like to make phrasings phrases and turn them literal i dig that because that half, half the work's done for you conceptually uh so sure. this is this is your script bat out of hell which is the story of a bat named batty who as the audience may imagine is in hell and he's trying to get out of there yes so when my first when my dad first heard of the character batty he thought of him as a baseball bat <laughs> okay <laughs> that's pretty funny but you wanted him to be an actual bat with wings yeah um, when did you start screenwriting? Let's see. Um, I really haven't got a clue. But um, I think it was 
like maybe, let's see, I'm 12, so I'd say when I'm 10, yeah, when I'm 10, maybe 9. Wow. Mm-hmm. The family went down to Virginia. We stayed at a bre- bread and bed and breakfast for genre blast, which was happening. And my dad's friend, Ryan, who now works at We Fixer Script along with my dad, mm-hmm. um, he challenged me to do a short story, and I did. I thought about it for like a month. And then one day when we were coming back from fencing, I like to fence, um, actually I was going to, I literally, I t- got a Sharpie and I whipped out the draft in 45 minutes. Wow. Wow. It just, you were just, in, came to you. Yeah. Do you like making up stories? Oh, I freaking love it. Mm. <laughs> I just like having nothing and turning it into something amazing. It's, it's my favorite thing. Do you do this all the time? Yeah, I do it all the time. What kind of what kind of stories do you like more? Uh, like outer space stuff or pirates or I is like there? Sci-fi. I, I love comedy. Um, like we, me and my dad, we do Meals on Wheels. Oh wow! So we we're like, okay, how can we turn that and make it hilarious? So he said, okay, it's in a post-apocalyptic future where the Meals on Wheels people are the last like. And there's like, it's like a zombie movie, and basically they're delivering <laughs> the meals. Mm-hmm. It's spelled M-E-A-L-Z, mm-hmm. W-H-E-E-L-Z. Okay. Meals on Wheels. Yeah, that is... Zombies? Uh-huh. And they're delivering brains to the zombies. Oh! <laughs> oh, that is so good. I haven't written it yet, but um, I'm thinking about writing it. Mm-hmm. And you're just letting it kind of play around in your mind for a little bit. It sounds like your dad helps yeah. you with a lot of your work. Yeah. My da- well, when we first did Bargain Art Madness, my- I came up with, like, all the dialogue and stuff. He just typed it because I didn't know how to take scripts. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Did he- has he taught oh, you how to do that? Oh, hell, I get on my own. Wow, it looks great. I mean, that's this is a script that it doesn't. No one would know it uh, otherwise. Thanks. How long did it take you to write it? Bad out of hell. Yeah. Well, let's see. If you counted all the days that I actually spent writing it and not like goofing, and not like goofing around, <laughs> and, like putting it off, which I like to do a lot, mm-hmm. I would say maybe like two days. Mm-hmm. Okay. Man, that's pretty good like, considering you like cool. to. When I usually read it, I read for like maybe an hour or two. Mm-hmm. That's it. It was really fast. It sounds like it was very inspired. Thanks. Uh, we should maybe read a little bit of the script for the okay, audience. Let me turn the light on. Okay. Yeah. Let me pull the script up on my iPad. Well, have you turned the light on? So this is a script about a bat who has all of a sudden found himself in hell, and he, he he's trying to get out of it. And he's up to this point, he's met a guy in a toll booth, a demon in the toll booth, and he's made a friend uh, who he starts to work with uh, as they're trying to escape hell. And this is the scene when uh, Alex and Batty get to know each other. And listeners, I will be reading for Alex. Jonah will be playing the character of Batty. Jonah, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, Okay. so Jack will start us off whenever you're ready, Jack. Interior. Hell. Evening. Batty walks along and is with Alex, a ginger-haired woman in her 30s. Hey, what's your name? We don't really get many animals here in hell, especially ones who can talk. I am Batty. Nice name. How'd you get holes in your wings? Oh, yeah, those. Well, keep it short. A hunter tried to shoot me, but I only got my wings, really. Anyways, why are you in hell? Repeated theft. Why theft? 
Well, my family was... <clears throat> well, my family... <laughs> okay. Pardon me for a minute. I just love this joke so much. <laughs> Sorry, it's really good. But I'm having a hard time reading it. So, okay, let me get it together. Well, my family was really poor and we couldn't find enough food or water. Okay. Well, we need a place to stay. Do you know anywhere good place? Heavy sex. I mean, you should be able to go into heaven. It's pity. I should understand. I see a hotel, the deviled hotel. The sign says it has some good eggs for breakfast and a yolk hot tub. Oh, cool. Let's go. Exterior, deviled hotel, evening. They approach the hotel. It looks just like a deviled egg. So what's your favorite part of this script, uh, Jonah? Let's see. Um, so you know at the end when they kind of do like the like the, the riot at the end of the script? Yes. Oh, that was my favorite part to write. Because literally as, like, I, when I was coming up with the ending, one of the songs... I, I make sure listen to music when I write, and then that's happening for most of my family, and Dad also does it. And the song that came on was Ballroom Blitz, and I was like, oh, God, this is a perfect ending. Oh, that's a great song for that scene. I don't know that song very much. Is it a, like a big, intense then song? Then the man in the back said, everyone attack, and they turned it to a ballroom blitz. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's great. It's just about chaos on the dance floor. Really? Oh, yeah. It's about how a song just drives everybody nuts. Huh. So they basically use the riot as a big distraction to get out of hell, correct? Yeah, that's, that's about it. Have you ever that's been... Free all the other souls that were mm-hmm. put into hell. Mm-hmm. I do love that there are the, like, the souls become characters, like... Um, like he name you name them the soul. There's the soul who's sitting down at the end. There's the drunk soul. The drunk, like the drunk soul. Like the drunk soul. It's just very like um, it's very. It's I can't think of the, the word I'm looking for, but it's kind of like uh, a very descriptive word for. Uh, let me talk it out because maybe I'll get closer to okay. it. The soul, of course, has that concept has a lot of meaning. And yeah. the fact that he's characterizing a person as a soul or a soul as a person, I think, mm-hmm. is very, very um, emphatic in a way. The okay. drunk soul. So is it like creative? Yes. It's it like it's creative? Yes, it is it very is. creative. Um, what about the scene with the drunk soul? What was that one inspired by? Because eventually every hotel like has a bar or something. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, what are what are bars most known for? Drunk people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, sure. Also also think the cantina scene from episode four from episode four of Star Wars. Yeah. Oh sure. That one's pretty good. That line too. Mm-hmm. What about when he starts talking drunk? Like, do, is that something you play around with and you do? You you do drunk talk for your for your dad or your parents or anything? No, um, I really just did that because it's hilarious. People don't really understand what you're saying unless you talk to them. Drunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it's for like, sure. It's like drunk people have their own language. Mm-hmm. Like, like we'll be talking to them. Like, you pretend you're a drunk person for a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Okay, so I'll be like, hi, how's your day? And you'll be like, what? And so you have to be drunk in order to talk to them. I mean, that's very insightful. It really is. Honestly, because I think about times when I've had friends who are drunk, and if I actually want to connect with them, I have to talk back to them super specifically. Right. Which could sound like I was drunk, too, by like repeating things a lot and telling them that we're going to do something and just kind of dumbing things down for them, too. Yes.
Jonah, in the scene where you had uh, Alex talking about the fact that she's in hell because she stole, and she did that because it, her family needed food and water, like, mm. where did that idea come from? Because I think you're right. God should be a little more understanding about that. Well, the whole, the whole concept of the thing is that sometimes people who people get sent to hell for even just little things. So, you know, it's like people who are wrongly sent into hell are there, and the guy's like, oh, shoot, I I just realized that. So now he sent an angel down to be like, all right, time to get out. Everybody out. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there's the undercover angel as well as part of this. Yeah, the angel spy. Thank you. Oh, that was a fun character to write. Well, tell us about it. (laughs) What was it it like developing that character? So, essentially, I was like, okay, I'm going to make him like James Bond, but more violent. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, more out out in the open. And the scene when they're in the whole warehouse, this is how I originally planned the scene to go out. So, he handed... Like, he handed, like, a Glock to Alex and an M14 to Batty, and they just went to town on this freaking demon. (laughs) No, no. I had to stop myself from that thought, because that was way too violent. Mm -hmm. And I needed for a kid's animated short. Right. (laughs) Well, and then then it works out for Batty's weapon to be a baseball bat. Which is funny. Oh, did I mention that this is an animated short? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, well, you didn't tell us that yet, but I think it's very cool that you think it should be an animated short. Yeah. Do you Do you like to do animations or watch them? Uh, this is the only... I love cartoons. This is kind of like the only time I've ever written an animated short. So let's talk about the way the script ends, how all of a sudden Batty is able to escape, and then he does, and he wakes up, and it was it all a dream? No. Yeah. I- I'm implying, because it said, because the angel spy, says in the voiceover for the angel spy, he says, no, it's more than that, which is true, because he didn't necessarily go into hell. Mm. His soul was in hell. Oh. Yeah. Dang. Okay. Because technically, and like, like when you're buried, your soul te- leaves your body, and it's just it's out of your body and stuff. Yeah. So I'm implying with that aspect, instead of turning into a dream, I just let. It's, it's all a dream. Is such a cliche. <laughs> cliche. Yeah, which Batty says there. He's so frustrated. Twist on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when the angel spy at the very end says, no, it's a lot more than that, does that mean there's more story that you want to tell? No, I mean, it's like his soul was in hell. Not It was not, it was all a dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's very, very interesting. Um, have you ever thought about making this script into a bigger script, like a like an animated movie, like a longer one, or do you like it just like the length it is? Oh, God. <laughs> about that mm-hmm. I mean I'm getting bigger and bigger scripts like this one was eight pages my first one was five mm-hmm. I'm getting bigger ones yeah so maybe it could end up being something bigger but maybe you'll just have a bigger story that shows up next time yeah that's cool well what do you think you're going to end up writing about um, in the future I know we talked about the meals on wheels with the zombies do you think that'll be the next thing that you end up writing down 
like the second to next thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What else is going on in your mind? I might want to like watch the next thing I write. It should probably like maybe a web series. Mm-hmm. Oh. That would be cool. What would the web series be about? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But it would be a good practice to try it. That would definitely be true. Thanks. Yeah, because then you get to figure out what you like to do and what you don't like to do. Well, Jonah, it has been awesome talking with you tonight. I just want to know if there's any last things you want to share with us about your script, Bat Out of Hell. Um, I really liked enjoying the. I really liked writing the old even at the beginning. Because mm-hmm. randomly, I could shout with my character. <laughs> <laughs> when he's talking to the Tolvus guy, mm-hmm. yeah. He says, I'm not yelling, you're yelling. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, um, Jonah, thank you so much for spending time talking with us tonight. It has been awesome to interview you about your script, Bat Out of Hell. Thank you. That's fine. Um, any last questions, or is that it? Let's see. Uh, that's all I got. Mm, that's pretty good for me, okay, too. Well, have a nice day. Okay. Thank you, Jonah. Thanks thank very you. much. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Well, that was Jonah. That was awesome. That was cool that he came on. It really was. I hope that he got to stay up past his bedtime. I mean, he probably did, right? I, yeah, I hope so. Um, you know, just talking to him, one of the things that really impressed me about him is how insightful he is. Yes. And I think his script reads that way, too. Like, the fact, again, that he's characterizing souls mm-hmm. is very insightful. The fact that um, he has he's seen drunk people talk to each other <laughs> and he thinks it's hilarious. Well, you want to talk about the insight of like being able to recognize how you need to talk differently to a drunk person. Yes. I mean, good job, kid. That's great. Yes, he's very, very insightful. Yeah, and, for sure. And I love listening to him read for Batty. That was very fresh and mm-hmm. just very cool. And he's just an overall creative kid who's working with a lot of wordplay, mm-hmm. which is very, very fun. Very clever. I don't think I was doing that kind of stuff when I was 12. I doubt it. I doubt you know, I was either. I was reading, but I wasn't taking words and making them into new things or exploring what they could be. Mm-hmm. And that's very cool. Yeah. And even just the idea of like, okay, so Batty wakes up and, oh, it was a dream. That's so cliche. And then boom, the angel spy is there. Like, nope. No, and, it's not. And, have him, and hearing him walk through that process yeah. of when you die, your body doesn't actually yes, go anywhere, right. but your soul does. Right. So it wasn't all a dream. It literally wasn't a dream, which literally is, a, or isn't literally, which is a cliche. Right. So this, see again, he's insightful and he's he's very complex with how he's building worlds using yep. language and thorough. Yeah. Very well thought out. Yep. Um, that was great. That was great. Uh, if you have written something that you think is thorough and something that matters to you, we would love to read it. You can send it to us on Film Freeway or on our website, scriptshopshow.com slash submit. That's right. And uh, you can get online to iTunes or Facebook or anywhere you can leave a rating and leave us a rating and a review and let us know what you do and don't like about the show. We would love all of your feedback. I just need to know what you do like about the show. I don't think psychologically I can handle knowing what somebody doesn't like about the show. <laughs> well, I'm here for you. If I you just have need any praise. issues, I'll be there for you. Well, just praise only? If Yeah, praise only. And if you could like filter out whatever <laughs> like i would really appreciate that uh, I'm, a, I'm a i'm a i'm a hothouse flower over here uh, in terms of praise and criticism well while, while you're online 
writing down some nice things about Jack. Mm-hmm. You can also connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, on Twitter, we are Script Shop Show, at Script Shop Show, and I am at Your Bestie Westy. And I'm at Script Shop Jack. Mm-hmm. And so get on there and check out the videos we release each Wednesday and catch the scripts that are going out because these scripts are not to be missed. We love, 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 love when you read them. Yeah, for sure. We really do appreciate it. Uh, Patreon.com, search Script Shop Show if you're looking to maybe support us financially. And then coming up... The Sendependent Film Festival, August 23rd. 3rd, 24th, 25th, 2018 in Cincinnati, Ohio. Please come be a part of this awesome event with us. Thanks for listening to the show, guys. And until next week, that's a wrap. Script Shop was created by Allison West. Hosted by Allison West and Jack Crumley. Produced by Frank Steele. Thanks to iHeartMedia Cincinnati for use of their studio. Intro music, Retro Soul by Bensound.com. Outro music by Purple-Planet.com. Special thanks to all our guests. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Special.